It's been a hectic two years in the real estate industry. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That means more money, more money, more money, right? (laughs) Well, let's face it, making money has a cost of its own. For some, the biggest cost has been your work-life balance, answering and responding to those round-the-clock phone calls, texts, and emails from clients just to stay on top of all those transactions that came flying your way. You've got mail. I mean, when was the last time you decompressed, took an actual break, not just the five-minute breathing exercise break where you open an app, close your eyes and count, breathe, listen to yourself breathe, and imagine yourself on some tropical island, and then scurry back to the madness in front of you on your desk. No, I mean a real break, a rest Something you did that took you away from it all, that was selfishly just for you to recharge. I'll be honest with you. For me, it had been a while until I realized I was burned out. Today, we're talking about agent burnout, how to identify the signs and what you can do to prevent it. This is The Walkthrough. Hey there. I know you're used to hearing Matt's voice. Right about now, you're probably thinking, who in the world is this? My name is Lisa Johnson-Smith. I'm a producer for our podcast here at Homelight and so excited to be hosting my first solo episode. Welcome to The Walkthrough. This is a weekly podcast. New episodes come out every Monday. This is the show where we learn what's working right now from the best real estate agents and industry experts in the country. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're here to explore how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. Expecting to hear something about how to get more transactions and increase your bottom line? Well, you are. Because if you are burned out, it's going to eventually affect your productivity and maybe even your health. Agent burnout is a real thing. How do I know? Because I've experienced it myself. I'm a divorced mom of three young men, a real estate agent for the past 18 years, a podcast producer, and sometimes a host, also a caretaker of elderly parents, a church volunteer, and the list goes on. Trust me, I understand. When I'm burned out, my brain gets a bit foggy and my mind races when my head hits the pillow at night. I feel like I'm just doing too much. Maybe because I am. Maybe you can relate. Or you might be saying, oh, I'm fine. I'm managing everything. This is what I do. Well, you know what? You may not even realize you're burned out. This week, we're going to talk about what the signs of burnout are and how to identify what type of burnout you may be suffering from. Some of the symptoms may surprise you. We're also going to talk about what you can do to prevent and fix that feeling of being burned out. the way Navid Ahmad, the founder of Flourish, a company that helps to cope with burnout, puts it. In an article on TheMuse.com, he said, sometimes life taps you on the shoulder with a feather, sometimes it hits you with a brick, and sometimes it runs you over with a bus. Learn to listen when it's just a feather. Some great advice if you ask me. <laughs> 
To help us dig a little deeper, we go to Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. She's the author of Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity. She's also a physician and work-life integration researcher and founder of Restoracis. This is a professional development agency that's dedicated to restoring well-being in the workplace. She helps high achievers like you deal with their work, rest, and balance and find actionable answers so you can have a thriving lifestyle. So the first step is identifying what she calls your rest deficits. This is how you figure out not only if you are in fact burned out, but in what way you're burned out. Remember, sometimes you don't even realize it. So how does she do it? She created what she calls a rest quiz. It's a free assessment you can take online. It consists of a series of questions to help determine your level of rest, which in turn will tell you the areas in which you're burned out. It takes about five to 10 minutes to complete. And at the end, you receive a complimentary rest deficit analysis to learn what type of rest you've been missing. And I bet you'll be able to identify with at least one. I'll be sure to attach a link to the rest test in the show notes. According to Dr. Dalton Smith, there are seven types of rest that we all need. Who knew? And if you're not getting enough of these, there will be signs. So it's important that you pay attention. Here are some signs to look out for to see if you have agent burnout. Now, remember, sometimes we may not even realize it. So number one, you may have a physical rest deficit if you're getting sick more than usual, or even you notice that you have some tension or neck pain or even swelling in your feet or legs. Number two, if you find that you have brain fog, like I mentioned earlier, or you can't concentrate well, you could have a mental rest deficit. Dr. Dalton Smith likens this to what she calls early dementia without actually having dementia, like a 30-something-year-old walking upstairs to go grab a few things, and then all of a sudden, they can't remember what they even went upstairs for. I can relate to this. Number three, you may be experiencing a creative rest deficit if you find yourself struggling with writer's block or thinking of new ideas, or you have less of an ability to brainstorm effectively. Number four, are you finding yourself getting irritated at the slightest noise, like maybe a baby crying, or God forbid you go to a concert because loud music makes you feel like you just want to jump out of your skin? Well, you may be experiencing a sensory rest deficit. Number five, if you feel like you're misunderstood and not appreciated, or you feel like you're being used and abused by others, you may be experiencing an emotional rest deficit. Number six, a social rest deficit is when you just feel drained. You feel like you want to just stay away from everyone because you don't have anything more to give. And number seven, the sign of a spiritual rest deficit really depends on your own spiritual beliefs. This is when you feel like you don't have a sense of connectedness or belonging or even acceptance with a particular group of people, God or higher power. Well, I took the rest quiz and sure enough, I'm not surprised. I'm a bit burned out myself. I don't mind sharing my results either. So remember how I said I had some brain fog earlier? My results show that I have somewhat of a deficit in the creative mental, emotional, and physical areas of rest. So I have to make some changes in my life. Well, once we figure out where our deficits are due to burnout, the big question is, how do we fix and prevent further burnout? 
The answer is restorative rest. Dr. Dalton Smith says there's a difference between rest and sleep. You see, rest isn't about just stopping work or even going away on a vacation. How many times have you gone away on vacation only to come back home and feel like you need to take another vacation? (laughs) That's because those things are usually filled with other activities that don't necessarily leave you feeling restored, just more tired. She says that resting is about pouring back into whatever area you're depleted. So if you could identify with any of the symptoms I described earlier, here are some ways Dr. Dalton Smith recommends to restore that rest and prevent yourself from becoming burned out in those areas again. All right, if you were feeling like you needed more physical rest, there are two types of physical rest. Passive physical rest, which includes sleeping and napping. And this is where you physically do nothing. You're allowing your body to recover by a lack of movement and activity. And then there's active physical rest. That helps improve circulation and relieve tension. Things like yoga or Pilates, massage therapy or stretching, and even leisurely walks. These are things that will promote better quality sleep as well. If you're in need of mental rest, she recommends taking short breaks throughout your workday. So let technology work for you and set reminders on your phone to stop and slow down long enough to calm your mind. Another technique for mental rest is to keep a notebook next to your bed to write down the thoughts that keep you awake. And I like to use this one a lot. It allows me to forget about those thoughts, at least for now until the morning, so that I can get some sleep. In order to get more sensory rest from your computer and your cell phone and the background noise of a busy office, or if you work from home, multiple conversations from the kids, take a few minutes to close your eyes in the middle of the day. And then on your way home, turn off your radio, just ride in silence and turn off your devices all together at the end of each day. I know this is a hard one. But these intentional times of sensory deprivation can start to undo the damage inflicted by the overstimulating world that we all live in. I recently tried this on a road trip that I took alone, and I'm usually singing to the top of my lungs on solo road trips. Well, for the first time, no music, no phone calls, and it was lovely. I just rode in silence, and by the time I reached my destination, I truly felt recharged. Next is creative rest. Now, if you are lacking in this area, you've got to take in some beauty. And not just nature, but also beauty by enjoying the arts. And I I find that taking daily walks in the park invigorates me, but I also enjoy painting pieces of artwork on the weekends. It relaxes me, and it inspires my creativity. Now, based on my rest quiz results, I need to be doing this more. Well, another thing you can do is to bring pictures of things that bring you happiness to your workplace so you can look at those. If your emotional rest was lacking, you're most likely that person who's the one that everyone depends on, the people pleasers who have a hard time saying no. Well, do your best to be more authentic when asked to do something that you really don't want to do. And when someone asks you how you are feeling, answer truthfully. It's okay to admit that you're tired or even a little stressed out. To get more social rest, this goes hand in hand with emotional rest. 
Dr. Dalton Smith suggests becoming more intentional about who you surround yourself with. You should be around positive people who uplift you and affirm you and who want nothing from you. And lastly, there's spiritual rest. Well, this is the ability to connect beyond the physical and mental. And in order to have a deeper sense of acceptance and purpose, you should engage in something greater than yourself, like regular prayer or meditation. If you've been feeling some of the symptoms of burnout that we talked about today, I hope these tips have been helpful. Like anything, nothing happens overnight. But I do hope that gradually you'll begin to take notice of any signs of burnout that creep up in your life. And more importantly, begin to get some of the rest that you need in those areas you've discovered you're lacking. After all, Dr. Dalton Smith says that rest is the safest, most underused, chemical-free, and effective alternative therapy available to us. All right. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail or you can text us at 415-322-3328. You can also send an email to walkthrough at homelight.com or you can find Matt and I in our Facebook mastermind group. Just search Homelight Walkthrough. That's all for this week. Thanks to Dr. Dalton Smith for her valuable advice and thank you for listening. Thanks to Matt for letting me sit in for him this week. We hope to have him back real soon. My name's Lisa Johnson-Smith and you've been listening to The Walkthrough. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're here to explore how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd and become irreplaceable. Like Matt always says, Get out there. Go sell some homes. Talk to you soon.